Welcome to the Photography Opinion Podcast. We discuss all things photo, video, and camera related. I'm Ben Lucas. And I'm Stuart Marlantis. And this is PhotoLog. Hello, podcast listeners. Uh, Today we have a hopefully exciting episode for you, but it is one that I feel is timely and uh, does have a lot of demand. We are talking about, should you go to school for photography? Ooh, that's a big question. (laughs) Ooh. So, uh, I will start by saying this question did not come from any one listener. We got this question from Kaylee and Mary and Aiden and Lisa and Michael and Yuki and Monica and Brendan. And I'm sure many of you have the same question. Um, We are kind of at a time, uh, I, I mean... This is a relevant topic anytime, but especially right now with COVID, a lot of people are looking to get online degrees, and we're kind of at that time where you are signing up for fall classes and trying to figure out what do I do on the other side of this, and a lot of people are turning towards photography. Exactly. Um, so so I did a, a poll survey, um, and we got 84 of you to respond to our poll. Thank you so much. Um, and and I, I think you'll find it interesting. So if you remember back to, you know, uh, high school biology, Punnett squares. Love Punnett squares. Um, so on one side you have, did you get a photography degree? Yes or no? On the other side of, was it worth it? If yes, would you do it again? If no, do you wish you had gotten one? So, um, we, uh, yes, 84 responses. So we had 13% of you said, yes, you got a photography degree and yes, it was worth it. Um, 86% of you said, no, (laughs) it is not. (laughs) Um, but to break that down a little bit more, uh, 16% of you said, yes, you did get a degree in photography and no, it was not worth it. And 70% of you said, no, you did not get a degree and it has not mattered at all. Uh, and 0% said they did not get a degree, but wish they did. Yeah. Zero people wish they got a degree. Zero people. (laughs) That's pretty Um, telling. Uh, one little caveat to this, uh, so we had 13% of people said yes, they uh, did get a degree, and yes, it was worth it, but I think the interesting part of that, of um, of those 13%, those 11, 11 people that <laughs> said it was worth it, um, over 60% of them are not actually photography majors, because my question was very open-ended, it's like anything in the realm of, like, you use a camera, uh, mm. so seven of them are actually in film or theater. Which I could see being more worth it than photography, certainly. Um, so, so we'll definitely discuss that today. Uh, so, so should you go to school? Survey says probably not. But in in this episode, we're definitely going to break down uh, kind of our own experiences and whether you know what what you get out of school or what you don't get out of school, and what is the real world of professional photography kind of actually like if you're you're out there looking for stuff so this is a huge topic um hope you'll stick with us 
I hope it's worth the ride. So. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna be discussing all sorts of angles on this uh, question. So. Oh we're gonna, man. We're gonna try uh, to be thorough here. <laughs> so so I, I know that I am more arts minded and you're more technical minded, but you're mm-hmm. you're still a communications major, right? Yeah, so um, I opted to go in the communications direction instead of doing a strict uh, photography or film degree. Um, And that's worked out okay, I guess. (laughs) Let's put it that way. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I kind of... uh, One of my issues is that um, I am interested in too many things at the same time. And communications was kind of a a field where I could experiment with a lot of different stuff simultaneously as part of the degree. So I did TV, I did audio stuff, I did photo, um, all sorts of different things. Um, and you have a background in radio too. Yeah. And I, and I did uh, radio broadcasting as well. So I did a lot of different stuff and communications was kind of the angle or the degree that gave me that angle. They gave me the ability to let's try everything and not specialize in any one thing, which is to my, uh, really fits my personality, but it yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really hard to sell people on that. It's like, so what do you do? Well, I do all these things. Yeah, but what do you do? Yeah, I do all these things. Well, but what's your specialty? I don't have one. <laughs> so. You you are are a, a web dev, scuba diver, videographer, yeah. and that is <laughs> exactly. I mean, and and really, I should say that uh, most of the. Uh, right off the bat, most of the stuff that are like my hard skills in photography and videography and stuff, most of that was self-taught or mostly self-taught. I would say that uh, the communications degree gave me access to opportunities and uh, situations that I wouldn't have otherwise. But as far as like skills with a camera, that was basically just me screwing around and, and learning it myself. I kind of had a weird weird ride going through college. So my brother and sister both went to the University of Washington. And so from age 10, I knew I'm going to go to the University of Washington. I didn't even apply to other schools. Just same I'm, here. I'm going to be a Husky. <laughs> that's that's what's going to happen. That was a gamble. Uh, my high school guidance counselor said, isn't that a bit cocky of you? I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to get in. So, and I did. Um <laughs> But uh, but the reason why it was kind of a weird ride for me is uh, I I did not consider myself creative at all. Um, I grew up playing with Legos, mostly doing buildings rather than like creatures, mm-hmm. and I would build these very elaborate structures. And so I thought I would actually going to do something in the civil engineering or architecture realm. Uh, well, then I got to college it kicked my butt and i realized those are not for me um and i went through about five different majors before i actually landed in photography so one of the problems that i had is uh i I didn't do running start but i took a ton of ap classes so straight out of the gate by the time i got to college uh they said you're a sophomore so you should already know what you want to do and you should already hop straight into those classes. Mm-hmm. But I was 17. I had no idea what I wanted to do. But all of the figure out your life electives were closed to me because I wasn't a freshman. I was a sophomore now. Um, so I, I kind of dug myself into a hole by being too ambitious. Um, it was it was It was weird. So by the time I got to photography... Um, it was, oh shoot, I really need to buckle down and do good at this because I've already burned through four majors that I'm not good at and I'm running out of 
time. I'm running mm-hmm. out of credits before like I need to pick something and graduate. Running out of money. College is expensive. Oh, which boy. um actually uh I think now's a good time to mention uh, in one of the threads I saw someone say uh when I put out this poll and I was doing all the research for this episode, um I saw someone say, Yeah, you don't want to get into six figures worth of debt for a photography degree and someone else said laughs in European. Uh, <laughs> that hurts, man. <laughs> it does hurt. Uh, so I, I do understand that a lot of our conversation today is is U.S. centric because yeah. yeah, college is expensive here. Um, but yeah, so so back to me. Um, I was I was kind of running out of time, running out of money, running out of credits that they would allow me uh, to get before I actually chose something and graduated in something. Um, so what I did was I, I was doing photography. I'm like, okay. This this the thing that I'm good at. This is the thing that all my professors actually gave me good grades in, where all the other classes I did very poorly in. Um, so I'm I'm gonna hunker down and I'm gonna do this. So I didn't do anything else for a solid two years. I I ate, slept, and breathed photography. I would wake up and my roommate would tell me, "Dude, you were saying Photoshop in your sleep." Like, <laughs> <laughs> true story. Um, so yeah, I didn't do anything else. So you could be just as good as I am. All you have to do is ignore your family and friends and other responsibilities and practice nothing but photography for two years. Actually, don't do that. That's not healthy. Then when I actually graduated, uh, they said, congratulations, you're a photographer, get out there. And I had nothing. Uh, I, I didn't have any work. I didn't have any job leads. I had no network. So for me, it was it was a waste of time, money, and then I still did not have the skills that I needed to actually be a good photographer. Um, so so that was kind of my photography experience in a nutshell uh where i had to sign up for like online classes and learn as much as i could and consume as much as i could and half the classes were either this is uh just high concept garbage that you know commercial clients and wedding clients and portrait clients don't care about Mm -hmm. or uh this is so far beneath the level of stuff that i've already taught myself through going to the library and reading a book that said (laughs) Photography school isn't all garbage. There's there's definitely some uh, some some good things. Give me a minute, I'll think of some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like I said, um, at least, I mean I don't have a photography specific degree, but I will say going to the UW um, let me do a lot of things that I wouldn't have access to otherwise. So like I got to play around in UW TV's studio. I was connected with um, an NBC show that I. I uh, got to work on. Um, I got to do all sorts of fun things with audio and and uh, and just media in general. And there are a lot of opportunities there that I very literally would not have had access to otherwise. Um, I will say I didn't get in into radio over it. Uh, with radio, I literally just walked in the front door of a station and asked to be put on the air and that happened to work out um but (laughs) but as far as all the tv and most of the video stuff uh i wouldn't have access to a studio i wouldn't have nobody would give me the time of day otherwise to play around in a an environment like that and i got to actually work and be paid a little bit um to help out in the studio and uh, that was very helpful and uh usable knowledge to have that being said, that was entirely outside of classes, right? So that was 
it, it was great, you know, to have that on my resume and say, hey, I worked in a studio. I did this. I did that. But that was all stuff that um, that was basically a job and that I learned on the job and was not part of my classes. My classes were a lot more theoretical um, and uh, in an effort to make me well-rounded, they covered a lot of stuff that wasn't really applicable to day in day out work in media or even in communications in general so oh for sure so so one of the things that i have definitely seen on this should you get a photography degree is it Mm -hmm. worth it um kind of debate is that the class itself is usually not worth it the class itself could be taught online. The class itself yeah. could be learned from a book um, or from a friend or just, you know, uh, shadowing someone. But the thing that school does that you can't get anywhere else is hopefully, it didn't in my case, but the all the people who said it was worth it, I, I asked for follow-up. It is the network of the professors in the industry and the peers that are going into the industry. Mm-hmm is the network of people that you're building around you that if you're self-taught, you just don't have. And that network is the thing that actually gets you jobs. It's the thing that actually gets you on set. It's the thing that actually matters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think in the real world, uh, what, once you've graduated, whether you have a degree or not, if you're going out there and trying to get a job, the two things that matter are what can you do And who do you know? Mm -hmm. What the piece of paper says doesn't matter. And we have, uh, we have over 80 comments of people (laughs) saying the exact same thing. Um, one of which actually, I'm, I'm very happy to say, I, I, this is just a little, little happy moment for me. Moose Peterson even chimed in, which, uh, if you don't know Moose Peterson, Google him. He's amazing. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> he's kind of a big deal, and he chimed in. Uh, Moose Peterson actually said he dropped out of high school to to start being a photographer, and he said, would I go to school now? Yes, I would. I think school is valuable. You need to learn the technicals. You need that network of people around you. Would I do it again at age 18? No, absolutely not. <laughs> yep, yep. There's... Uh... There is certainly there are certainly benefits to it. Certainly benefits that are worth considering, and um, but they're not really going to get you a job. That being said, uh, you might consider going to school and getting an entirely different d- degree from photography or communications or any sort of yes. media field. Um, that is a different side of the conversation that is yes. well so, worth consideration so there are there are actually two different trains of thought that both mm-hmm. end with get a non-photography degree mm-hmm. so uh, the first train of thought i know that we're we're both on the same wavelength get a business degree mm-hmm. definitely um so so the reason why we say that is if you are a photographer there are simply not that many jobs for photographers mm-hmm um, there are there are places like uh, Zulily or like Macy's that will have you know in-house photographers. Um, those jobs one generally don't pay that much, and two there aren't that many of them. They have their one in-house photographer who works there for many years, 
and then there are just no job openings there. Um, you have places like Amazon, which I did work at Amazon doing this, but the thing with their photographers are, um, they don't like hiring employees. They like hiring temporary workers. So you will get a short term contract. You will churn through their mill and then you will be back out looking for a job again. Mm -hmm. Um, simply put, if, if you're looking for someone to hire you as like a W2 employee, Mm -hmm. it's just not going to happen or it is going to be very difficult for it to happen. The other thing that I've seen is, um, people working for just kind of those low end portrait studios. Um, uh, like let's say like Sears portrait studio and all the other names that I don't want to call out, but you know, the ones I'm talking about, um, those types of people, you get paid like minimum wage plus commission. So you know how to be a photographer, but they also say you have to shoot at F8 and you have to set the lights on this setting. And Mm -hmm. these are like the placement and they have everything very strictly regimented. So it's not as much uh, being a photographer as trying to get people to buy stuff so that you can actually get paid. Um, It's just following, following blocks that are set out ahead of time and pretty thoughtless. So, so the complete reality is, especially in this day and age, is if you want to be a photographer, you need to be very good at business to, uh, to run your, like either run your own studio or find those clients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I know many, many freelance photographers who, you know, they, they do weddings and portraits and all kinds of things. But whenever I go to a wedding show, I can count on one hand, even though the room is filled with photographers, I can count on one hand the amount of people who are actually full-time photographers. Mm -hmm. Everyone else has a job, Google, Microsoft, what have you, and there are photographers on the weekends. So it is very, very difficult Mm -hmm. to get employment. That is okay. Like if you're in that position where you're you're working and and photography is a, a side gig, um, if you're trying to you know break into the industry but you need to put food on the table, that's okay. You're not a failure just because you have to do something else to to help out while you're working on being a, a photographer full time. That's just the nature of things, and uh, that is part of the hustle for a lot of people. You're not alone. Oh, for sure. And and I will say. I am a full-time photographer. I get mm-hmm. all of my income from photography, but I have like seven different streams of income <laughs> because there's there's you know portraits and weddings, but I also have a professional recruiter that uh, gets me jobs at like Nintendo and Microsoft and stuff like that. For that, you know, it's just gigs. Mm-hmm. Just hey, they need a portrait photographer, or they need a portrait photographer for their CEO. They need a product photographer. Um, I did almost all the Nintendo Switch products like three months after launch, there was like a second wave of launch and I shot all of those and they're like, Hey, we just need someone to come in for a week and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there are ways to be employed as a photographer. I'm not saying there's not, it's not all doom and gloom. If you're good at what you do and you're good at selling yourself, you can make money as a photographer, but, uh, don't expect to just like get a job and coast. And don't expect to get a degree and get a job based on just having that degree. There's a few degrees where that works, but photography is not one of them. <laughs> yeah, if you're a doctor or a lawyer or like an engineer, that works, but sure. not art degree. Um, that's not how nope. that works. So we've definitely bashed on school a lot. 
<laughs> but one of my favorite quotes ever, 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 Mark Twain, I never let schooling get in the way of my education. So I, I truly do believe that education is, is kind of the, the crux of having a good life. I'm not saying that you have to go to school and spend thousands of dollars to make that happen. But I do believe education is important. So some of the things that have definitely bugged me being mm -hmm. a professional is when I see other professionals that have no idea how to use their tools. So mm -hmm. the sad truth of it is that many photographers honestly have no idea how their camera works. I've seen photographers shooting in P mode at a wedding and they're like, wait, how do I get the background to look all blurry? And I'm like, <gasps> what? <laughs> and I, I see people call themselves natural light photographers because the flash scares them and they don't know how to use it. Not because they're Danny diamond and mm -hmm. they just love the look of natural light. No, they just, they don't know enough. So they just label themselves as I don't know stuff. Um, Oh man, it just, it hurts me every time. You need to learn your craft. You mm -hmm. need to know the technical of your camera. We did an episode about this. I yes, even had did. a test. How many F stops is it between <laughs> F2.8 and F4? One full stop. If you're one full stop, what do you need to do to your shutter speed? Half or double it. Like mm -hmm. you need to know this stuff if you're, if you're going to be a professional, um, and these are the things that school should teach you, but they're also the things that you don't need to pay a hundred grand for. Uh, you can learn it from a book or a course. Um, I'm pretty sure this guy's going to have courses coming out in the near future that you can learn this stuff from. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so Mark Twain, never let schooling get in the way of your education. You need to learn this stuff. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you need a degree to learn it. No. No, the degree either, yeah, you know, get something complimentary like business or if you want to get a degree just for fun, I mean, that's valid too. Just take advantage of the opportunities that you have while you're there. I mean, we, we met basically because we did, we, yeah, extra in, in an extracurricular fashion in college. We're like, oh, Hey, there's this weird, like uh filmmaking group. Let's just uh, join that and see what that's about. And you're right. We, we met, met because and... we had a mutual friend who was actually in the film program, start exactly. a film club. Cause UW didn't have one yet. And there was mm -hmm. like 20 of us or whatever at that first meeting. Yep. And even though I was a photographer, not a filmmaker, um, I, I, that's still an interest of mine and I do video work. That's the mm -hmm. thing that I like doing. And so <laughs> I wanted to meet up with like-minded people. Um, exactly. So be open to those kind of opportunities. one guy is the only other person from that group we know. Uh, everyone else just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Thank be you, Nav. You're the be best. Be open to those opportunities and, and just try things, right? I think that's a great thing about going to college uh, is the ability to just try stuff, whether that's classes or whether that's extracurricular clubs and um, just opportunities that are available at your university. Um, just be open to those sort of things and you never know who you'll meet or what connection you'll make. I mean, that, that networking is hugely valuable. Absolutely. Um, I, I would say networking and getting those recommendations from your professors to people that can actually get your foot in the door, whether mm -hmm. it's an internship or shadowing or whatever, um, mm -hmm. even entry level jobs, like that is the hardest thing. 
Yeah. For definitely. sure. Now that I have like Intel and Microsoft and Ferrari and Nintendo on my resume, it's a little bit easier. But when you're coming out of college, you don't have that. You mm. need that. Um, so so uh, one of the comments that uh, we got, because again, when I did this poll, we got a ton of feedback and a ton of great comments from everyone. So oh, yeah. uh, this is from Kaylee. She actually is getting a degree in photography. And I asked her what she finds useful about it. So, uh, as someone who loved photography all my life, but was not able to buy all of the equipment myself besides a camera, lighting, printers, lenses, etc., I was able to get hands-on learning and experience without having to buy any of the equipment myself. Getting critiqued by the teachers and classmates was immensely helpful and helped me see stuff in my work that I never would have noticed myself. Um, I, I think that kind of thing, super useful. Um, especially if you're a type of person who uh, tends to procrastinate or needs that accountability and structure of a class, super useful. Um, that said, like, as long as you're learning the techniques and getting that network, I, I, I do think there are other ways to do that. Um, definitely. I mean, and there's even, even out in the real world, um, as scary as the real world is right now uh, when we're not yeah, when we're not in the middle of a covid epidemic uh you i mean there are tons of groups of photographers of varying um abilities and interests and there are places out there where you can just again be open to networking be open to just trying things and meeting people um there are places where you can get a similar experience exactly the same experience no probably not but um there are places you can go and and things you can try to uh, approximate that a little bit so backtracking just a little bit uh we said that there are two uh modes of going to college Mm -hmm. that are that are not a photography degree that'll be helpful to making you a professional photographer Mm -hmm. so the first one is get a business degree because as we have explained uh and we've kind of only done part one a (laughs) Mm -hmm. so part one b of get a business degree is because uh it is so competitive and so few jobs available that means most likely you will be working for yourself You will be hitting the grind. You will be looking for clients. You'll be either opening a studio or doing freelance or, you know, every week it's a new job and being able to sell yourself, being able to sell your services is what's going to make you successful. Uh, And this was actually parroted so many times back in this comment section, but it's something that I have seen from experience. You don't need to be a good photographer to be a successful photographer. You need to be a good business person (laughs) to be a successful photographer. I, I am sad that my marketing skills are not up to snuff, but I know people who are way worse than me that make a lot more money. Um, it is, it is all about your business acumen. You need to have a bare minimum knowledge and technical skill in photography Mm -hmm. and be really good at marketing. If you're good at photography and good at marketing, even better. But you, you, there's like a basic minimum level where if people who are not photographers don't even notice or understand the difference. And as long as you meet that minimum level, you can get work. Yep. Yep. Uh, there are so many people. I mean, there are people out there that are making a living as iPhone photographers, like exclusively on Instagram. They just can market themselves well. I mean, you, you Really need... good marketing. And those people, like they have so an little. eye. They have yeah. an eye for it. 
There's mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. But uh, so but, you need to be good at the craft. Don't be a charlatan. Don't sell stuff and uh, products mm-hmm. that then you can't deliver on. But yeah, good good marketing is going to get you way farther than good photography. Um, so that is, that is, there's part B of marketing, but the second thing that I think is helpful is I've seen a lot of photographers who say they have a degree in something unrelated to photography Mm -hmm. and that second unrelated degree has either informed their photography or given them a special skill set or niche that makes them completely just that they don't have to compete with anyone because no one else does that niche. Mm -hmm. So like if you have like a, I don't know, aeronautics degree and then you get and you start doing some of that more technical photography for airplanes, mm-hmm. like not a lot of people can do that. If you, uh, I know my friend Ben Vong Wong, uh, he has an engineering degree and he has shifted from doing all of these kind of over the top Photoshop composites to doing these engineering feats. He creates these cool props and sets and he has them jump off the sides of buildings and rappel and do all this mm-hmm. cool stuff and pyrotechnics. And he can do this cause he's an engineer. He's just also a really good photographer. So, um, like, I mean, like with you, you do scuba diving Mm-hmm. But you're also a photographer, and mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of people that do both. There are scuba people that take garbage pictures, mm-hmm. and then there are people who can't. So, like, if you can carve out a niche for yourself. Oh, boy. That's <laughs> that's hard to do in scuba, but I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but my point is, no, but I, I if you get a degree yeah. in anything, that degree yeah. can inform your photography. If you can get a degree yeah. in business, even better. But if yeah. you But if you can get anything that can help inform that for you, that's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly yeah it's uh it is it is a hard road but there are ways through it um and getting a getting an unrelated degree or seemingly unrelated degree might be a better fit than you think think about if you're especially if you're you know you haven't gone to school yet if you're in high school or you're or you're going to go back to school and you're thinking about what you want to do maybe you truly think about what degree would I get if I was totally uninterested in photography and then see if that dovetails with photography in some way. Um, it would, it's a place to start. Certainly. Yeah. One, (laughs) one of the, uh, people on the thread who has, who has a marketing degree, Mm -hmm. um, and is a full-time photographer that is made me crack up. Uh, clearly the lack of photography degree has stunted my ability to create installations containing meaningless photos of questionable quality held together by weak explanations and grand pronouncements meant as indictments of social norms in the ruling class, <laughs> which sums up in one neat little package. What my, what my college years were like, yeah, that's actually a good one. A marketing degree might be equivalently <laughs> as helpful as a business degree, depending on the kind of person you are and your existing knowledge. It's one to look at for sure. Um, I mean, I, I think we've definitely hit at the meat of this. Uh, mm-hmm. There are, there are things that are useful for a photography degree. Um, a mm-hmm. couple of random tangents that I want to throw in there before we close though. Um, there are some certifications that are not degrees. Uh, the two that uh, pop up are from WPPI and the PPA. Um, these certifications mean nothing. Absolutely nothing. They don't matter. They just mean that you have a certification. <laughs> don't don't bother getting them. No one cares. I think the only thing is like to enter like some of their photo contests, you have to be accredited, but that is like pay them so that you can pay them to to 
to pay enter them. their their own like it's not worth it don't do it no nope. doesn't matter they have good learning resources if you want to pay them and become a member to get access to those learning resources that's fantastic you should absolutely do that mm-hmm. uh but the certification means nothing uh, the last little tidbit, uh, someone said, my goal is to be a professional wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the best reply to that comment was, find a wedding photographer and be their minion. So one, it's much cheaper than school because you're not paying anything for the privilege of working for them. But you learn so much more hands-on. So, and, and this doesn't just apply to wedding photography. You're like, I don't want to do weddings. That doesn't matter. Fine. Mm-hmm. You want to do product photography? You want to do car photography? Find someone. You want to do editorial fashion magazine stuff? Find someone who does that thing and just offer to to work for them for free. You learn so much more on set than you can learn in school. When I went to school, I learned the basic technicals of the camera and like the all the textbook definitions of like composition and stuff but when i actually worked in a studio where they did car photography and drink photography and product photography something that as a portrait photographer i had very little experience in or kind of like like i understood the concept but actually like how do you get that soft gradation off a reflective surface going from white to black like, how do you set up the angles? How do you how do you get these things? How do you get that cool, brightly lit thing with a strong shadow on the background surface, but a weak shadow on the product? Like, there are so many just things that I didn't know or understand or learn. And just, I learned from someone who had 30 years photography experience. And that was so much better education than my actual photography education. I learned so much working at that studio. Uh, David... I know you'll never hear this podcast, but thank you so much for everything you taught me working at that studio. I became so much better and well-rounded from that experience. So honestly, like if you want to be a wedding photographer, go help be their minion, carry their bags, hold their light stands, learn from them. Uh, you might realize this is fantastic and get all the tips and tricks you need so that you can set out and be a wedding photographer. Or you might say, wow, this is really hard and I hate weddings. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that so many times. And if like, the thing is like, I don't shoot cars. I have shot cars. It's not my thing. Like you need to understand the things that you're passionate about and the things that you're not and the things that, yeah, I might do this for money, but like, if, if this is my long time thing, I'll burn out. You need to find mm-hmm. your passion and the things that you're good at and the things that you love doing. And just just being the assistant to a bunch of different photographers is is a great way to figure that out. Yeah, that was me with uh, television to some degree. Is I, I played around in studio with studio television. I played around with like on location television production. And I was like, cool, this is really fun to do briefly, but I would totally burn out if I had to do this as a full-time job. So um I, I hate to encourage people to work for free because I'm one of those people that's like, don't work for free. It devalues your your work. But um, I I have a, a lovely curveball to throw you live on mm-hmm. air. Oh, really? For our next episode, what do you think about uh, talking about should you work for free? Oh, oh yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think that is a great follow-up uh to this conversation that we've had um and i know we have have so many great insights about that um because there are times where it is appropriate and there Mm -hmm. are times where it is not appropriate so we will get into that 
next time. Preview, there are more times where it's not appropriate. <laughs> Spoiler alert. At least in my opinion. Cool. We'll, we'll talk about that next. Working for free. Should you do it or when should you do it? No, never. That sounds good. <laughs> Maybe not never, but... <laughs> Thanks for joining us uh, in our little chat about going to school or not for photography. Hopefully we answered some of your questions and we'll see you next time. If you have questions or ideas for future episodes, you can email us at hello at photo op.show. Watch us on Ben's YouTube channel at non-creative as in om nom nom. Share this with a friend and you can listen to photo op anywhere podcasts are sold or downloaded because it's free.